NASA will help usher in the new world order by creating a new age religion that is secretly a front for the Antichrist. One of the stages in this is to use sophisticated 3D hologram technology to make religious figures seem to appear over major population centers around the world in what's known as the Space Show. It's called Project Blue Beam. That's what Quebecois conspiracy theorist and quote journalist unquote Serge Manast thought. And frankly, I gotta say it's nice to see that Canada's not immune to all this conspiracy stuff. I was beginning to think that it was a land of 100% reasonable attitudes. These apocalyptic visions were supposed to happen back in 1983, and then they didn't, and then 1995, and then 1996, and then absolutely positively in the year 2000. And anyway, it's gonna happen soon, real soon, any day now. Yep, any day now. You leave the world behind and enter a large chamber filled with boxes and crates as far as the eye can see. Welcome to The Conspiracy Clearinghouse. The podcast that takes a rather skeptical look at conspiracies and mysteries. Each episode will examine various conspiracy theories, most of which are not true, a few of which might be a little bit true, and even a couple that turned out, in fact, to be true. There are many boxes in the clearinghouse, and along the way, we'll look at some mysteries and hoaxes as well. We dare to look behind the curtain that's behind the curtain. I'm your host, Derek DeWitt. Welcome to the Conspiracy Clearinghouse. Point zero for this is Canadian poet and writer Serge Manost. He founded an organization to publish his writing called Free Press Agency, but it had a French name because he wrote in French. In 1994, he published a book called Project Bluebeam, where he outlines a plot to create a technologically simulated second coming, or what looks like a second coming, but is really Satan and the Antichrist. Blue Beam in the Wild. Serge is pretty well known, at least in some conspiracy circles. A lot of people think that the Mel Gibson character in the 1997 movie Conspiracy Theory was based on him. His work got out onto the early internet and propagated like a virus. He has certainly inspired plenty of others, including the evangelist Tex Mars, who was really heavy into the whole end times thing and very much anti-Semitic, anti-Catholic, and anti-Freemason. Once Serge's ideas got out onto the web, people started translating his work into English, and then they spread even further and wider. One major source was a GeoCities page, which is a sure sign of careful research and high quality, set up by a guy named David Oppenheimer, and in 2005, someone translated the whole Blue Beam book and put it onto a website called educate-yourself.org, which is chock full of conspiracy narratives of all kinds. Unsurprisingly, there are now plenty of videos on YouTube about this as well. And oddly enough, a lot of Pinterest boards. As the theory has spread, it has also grown, and it now includes chemtrails, supposed concentration camps being built in America by FEMA, HARP, weather control devices, an event that occurred on December 9th, 2009 and was caught on video called the Norwegian Spiral, and the death of Tupac Shakur. 
While the main national players are the United States, the UK, and the Commonwealth, and Russia, a whole host of other organizations are in on it as well. The Masons, the Illuminati, the Catholic Church, the Bilderberger Group, Microsoft, Google, Greenpeace, the IMF, the International Court, and just about anyone else you'd like to name, presumably in exchange for being part of the elite and not part of the enslaved masses. The website Rational Wiki, which is awesome, thinks Project Bluebeam is well on its way to becoming the unified conspiracy theory, encompassing pretty much anything and everything you would care to toss into it. Sort of a paranoia minestrone. Here, Here come, come the, the bastards. bastards! The New World Order wants to establish a global dictatorship with most people ending up as slave labor and or sacrifices and or experimental test subjects and or sex slaves and or food with the chosen elite living the high life on the backs of the plebes. Pretty typical science fiction dystopia stuff. One of the ideas all the New World Order theories have in common is this notion that there are just too many people living on Earth today to control effectively, and so you got to kill off a bunch of people before it can happen. It's also, by the way, hard to control a bunch of different philosophies and systems of faith. And so, a new religion is needed that will seem to unify all spiritual and philosophical systems into a single, globe-spanning belief system that can then be manipulated. Enter Project Bluebeam. There are four main phases to the plan. Phase Phase 1. Indiana Jones Jones and the Temple Temple of of Lies. First, all known archaeological knowledge must be discredited and co-opted. So, earthquakes will be manufactured in certain key areas of the world, which will uncover amazing new finds that show us all the religions of the world kind of got it right, but mainly got it wrong. And this will start the process of blending all world belief systems into one. And there'll be goodies for some of the scientists and the atheists out there as well. So everyone can get on board with the evidence that the New World Order people plant. And that is then, quote, accidentally, quote, discovered after these, quote, earthquakes. This, of course, presupposes that it is possible to induce targeted earthquakes. Phase two. two. It's a bird. It's a a plane. It's 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 Shiva. So after people start thinking, wow, maybe all religions are just different ways of looking at the same truth, a series of three-dimensional holograms will be projected all over the planet. Over India, it'll be an Indian god, Shiva or maybe Ganesh. Buddhists will see the Buddha, fat or thin, as local custom dictates. Over Europe and the Americas and a good deal of Africa, it'll be Jesus. Over the Middle East, it'll be, uh, well, probably not Muhammad since they don't really like images of him. So maybe an angel or maybe a talking geometric pattern. New Agers might see Oberon or a fairy queen. D&Ders might see Merlin or Gandalf. Maybe atheists will just see a giant coil of DNA. Anyway, whatever they are, these manifestations will speak the local language. In fact, they can speak all the languages and they'll target each place. They will explain all the mistakes different religions have made over the centuries and clear it all up. Now, maybe these sightings will go on for a few days or weeks, or maybe this all just happens in one super exciting night. At any rate, the end of what's known as the Space space Show, show. that's this 3D holographic projection game, is that all of these gods, after explaining how it really is, will then merge into one. 
The idea, I guess, is that first everyone thinks, hey, that's my God. Hey, I was right the whole time. And maybe, maybe atheists will go, oh, crap. Is it really true? Well, heck, maybe I'd better start thinking then. And then they all become one new multi-God and everyone around the world now thinks, oh, so that's the truth. Well, at least I was partly right. And then they promptly abandon their previously held religious beliefs for the new irrefutable evidence that is right before their very eyes. Now, this is all managed with technology developed and run by NASA and is, in fact, the real purpose behind the space agency. Anytime you hear reports of strange lights in the sky, that's Project Bluebeam. All UFO sightings are actually Bluebeam tests. And this goes for strange lights anywhere. Oh, strange glowing algae in the sea? Nope. Bluebeam test. And all those weird hums and sounds people keep hearing all over the world, those are also tests, but of the sound component. So at this point in phase two, many people will have been converted into religious fanatics pushing the new creed. Actually though, this mental softening is really just a way to make people pliable and open to demonic possession. Let me say that again. Demonic, demonic possession. possession. Demons from hell and the dark places in creation will sweep down to the earth or up to the earth or I don't know where the heck they come from and they will take over large portions of humanity. When enough people have been converted, the United Nations, which will administer the New World Order, at least at first, will play Beethoven's Ode to Joy all around the world on every radio and TV, on every phone and every computer. This will signal the beginning of the New World Religion and the successful completion of Phase 2. Phase three. Phase three. Can you hear me now? Another technology that will be deployed is a Soviet-era supercomputer that can detect micro-changes in individual brains, and every single person alive has already been analyzed by it, and each person has a particular radio frequency assigned to them that they will respond to. The new multi-god will communicate directly with people's minds using, quote, telepathic electronic two-way communication, which uses extremely low-frequency waves. So, like, a Christian will think it was Jesus talking to them, a Muslim will think it's Allah or uh, an archangel, and so on. Again, the, the idea is that, all right, so while you think it's Jesus talking to you and you saw Jesus, you now know that Jesus is just one expression of this one true God. Obviously, Wi-Fi and things like 5G are part of this divine broadcasting system, and so are mobile phones. The whole thing is, at its base, a combination of UHF and microwaves. So, like in the Terminator movies, technology really will turn against us. Now, this computer radio system can also make people have suicidal thoughts if it detects that the ruse is not working or someone still has some doubts. This could also help reduce the population as well as get rid of dissenting voices. So anyone you know or any famous person you've ever heard of that suddenly gets a bout of clinical depression has been subjected to an experimental version of phase three. In his writings, Serge specifically mentions that Kitty Dukakis was one such test victim. Phase, Phase four. four. Welcome, Welcome to, the, to machines. the machines. 
The final phase will depend a little bit on the original religious leanings of a particular person being targeted. Serge calls it the night of the thousand stars. So Christians, or people who were Christian, will be led to believe that the rapture is coming. Muslims will think what they call the hour is at hand. Hindus will see Vishnu return in the avatar of Kulki on his white horse. Buddhists will think that Shambhala is nigh. Zoroastrians will start to prepare for Fasho Kareti. And Jews will see the war of Gog and Magog ramping up just to name a few. Simultaneously, and also something for the holdout atheists and agnostics, everyone will now be informed that an alien Alien invasion invasion from outer outer space space is coming coming. soon, and we must all prepare. And then, of course, there's this whole unholy mixing of technology and demons Demons. from hell Hell. or wherever they live. By the time phase four rolls around, every electronic device will have had a special chip installed that will allow these supernatural forces and beings to enter our world using fiber optics, phone and power lines, Wi-Fi, 5G, 6G, if we're on 6G by then, and so on. Now, people will have allowed these nuke technologies to be introduced into their devices and lives because they will allow wondrous, one might say miraculous, things that further serve as proof positive that the new religion is correct. Things like energy transference between organisms, healing at a distance, but also they can cause death and illness at a distance. And telepathy. Has anyone seen that latest Elon Musk video with the pig with the brain chip? That's what I'm talking about. Also, this complicated satanic electronic system will allow the powers that be to implant specific thoughts in people's minds, but people will think that they are their own thoughts. So, needless to say, things are gonna get crazy. Total panic and chaos will break out everywhere. There'll be violence, which also helps reduce the population, so great. Christians will see evidence that the seven seals have been broken, so on and so forth. Uh, Many Christians will actually be physically lifted in the air in a kind of a fake rapture. Anytime you've heard of a UFO abduction in which the person was lifted to the craft, this was actually a test of this technology. Similar things will happen to believers of other religions. Basically, if there's a prophecy, it's going to get fulfilled. If there are signs of the end times, they will be seen. In desperation and panic, people will gladly accept the order and calm that the new world order will offer and the plan will be complete. Big Brother Brother has has always always loved loved you. So, what happens next, you may ask? During a lecture in 1994, Serge outlined what he thought the next steps would be once the four phases were complete. First, everyone must take an oath to Lucifer during a black ritual. After that oath, they will be judged and divided into seven categories. The first category, Christian children, will either be used as sacrifices to dark forces and black masses or be kept as sex slaves or maybe both. Category two, some prisoners and criminals will be subjected to medical experiments with an eye to prolonging the lives of the rulers. Third category is other prisoners and criminals who will be used as living organ banks. Category four is healthy people who will become slave laborers in vast underground factories. There's a weird fifth category where some prisoners, maybe particularly clever ones or ones that aren't violent, will be re-educated in special re-education camps and then go through a very showy repentance on TV, which will help reinforce the New World Order in people's minds. 
And category six is, if you don't fit in one of the previous five categories, you will just be sent to an extermination camp. Now, there is a seventh category, but Serge said he was waiting for details on it. He also mentions that each of the seven categories has its own color, like a rainbow, like the rainbow flag. You think about that. And that, ladies and germs, is the future forever. Consistently inconsistent. Now, keep in mind, Serge was a Christian, so he obviously thought that Christianity is correct. This, of course, begs the question, what is God going to be doing about all this? Is this just going to be the new normal? Is he going to be cool with that? Is Jesus going to show up eventually, and then there'll be that final battle Revelations talks about? Serge doesn't say. This has always been a puzzling thing for me when thinking about apocalyptic thinking, right? Like in the Christian version of the apocalypse, all this terrible stuff has to happen before the final victory over evil comes and mankind is saved, where the just and the righteous dwell forever in the bright glory of the Lord. So, why all the hand-wringing? If you believe in the afterlife, and if you believe that even if a world-spanning Luciferian techno-religious government tortures and even kills you, if your faith remains strong, you'll still go to heaven. Surely your benevolent God's not going to deny you entry if satanic cultists used 5G technology to put thoughts in your head. Of course, trying to find a coherent logical thread through all of this is a fool's errand. At first glance, it seems like a pretty coherent narrative, and a highly entertaining one, and maybe even a terrifying one at that. Often the writing itself is kind of incoherent, much like Jane Ray's Time Cube stuff. Listen to our previous episode about that for a highly entertaining trip into madness. But this doesn't stop plenty of folks from jumping onto one or another of these New World Order theories, and a lot of people choose Bluebeam because it's so comprehensive and inclusive. For example, there's a 2012 booklet, about 35 pages long, that basically says the same stuff that Serge's book says, but with some more recent evidence included. It's called Project Bluebeam, The Quest for a New World Order and the Rule of the Antichrist. It's written by a guy named Aidan Brophilius, who has also written about alien abductions, as well as an A to Z guide on all, quote, known alien races. Apparently, there are quite a few of them. Uh, Rather endearingly, Aiden writes in his Amazon bio, quote, He believes that in the not-too-far future, he will become a best-selling author and artist of many creations, including music. You go, buddy. I think that's lovely. There's also an almost, but not quite, understandable 66-page mini-book in PDF format put out by the Free School Press, which I found on ResearchGate of all places, called Project Blue Beam False Flag, Coming Soon to a Sky Near You, by Jay Jericho. I'm sorry, Doctor of Social Sciences, Jay Jericho. Jericho has written a whole bunch of stuff on other topics ranging from various false flags and COVID-19, but has also written papers on clinical depression and pharmacology. So, draw your own conclusions there. Interestingly, Jay seems to be the entirety of the free school. It's his website. It's his thing. And uh, the website is worth a look because it is really quite something special. So, many may follow his lead, but Serge actually wasn't the first one to come up with uh, some of these notions. He was the first one to tie it all together into such a nice package, but he kind of got a lot of his big ideas after reading some stuff by fellow Canadian Commander William Guy Carr, who was a former submarine fellow in both world wars, a rabid anti-communist who became convinced in the 1930s there was a sprawling global conspiracy being mainly run by what he called, quote, the American Illuminati demonology. He wrote several conspiracy-themed books with a mainly 
Christian flavor, mixing into his notion some pretty hardcore right-wing thought and more than a dash of anti-Semitism. For him, the term Illuminati is code for Jews. Writer Dan Brown almost certainly used some of Carr's ideas as source material for his novel Angels and Demons. Some folks have noted that Serge's 1994 book on Project Bluebeam has some crossover with a book written three years earlier by a guy named William Cooper called Behold a Pale Horse. Cooper is one of the first conspiracy guys to blend New World Order stuff with New Age ideas and imagery and UFOs. So he was kind of a pioneer. Cooper died in 2002 in a shootout with police who were trying to take him in for tax evasion and to investigate his ties to various militia groups. Cooper is such an interesting guy, he just might get an episode all to himself someday. And the idea of projecting gods into the sky actually predates Serge's book by three years as well. In 1991, an audio tape called The Vision and Circles of Power by Betty J. Mills circulated around, and a transcript made using very poor design practices made its way onto the internet. Serge may have taken some of these ideas and then maybe blended them with concepts from science fiction and pop culture. He claimed that the psychological groundwork for Project Bloombeam has been being laid for a while. He believed the film 2001 A Space Odyssey and the Star Trek TV shows and movies were all part of this process, showing alien invasion and all countries coming together in a world government. He also thought Jurassic Park, which as a film was released just the year before he wrote his Bluebeam book, was a subtle psyops project to make people think that the word of God is not true and that evolution is a real thing. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> crazy. He also points to E.T. and the first three Star Wars films as part of all this. However, he seems to have forgotten that the Star Wars movies take place a long time ago and in another galaxy. He also seems to forget that all of the films he mentioned and the original Star Trek series all came out before 1983, which is the year that he says Project Bluebeam started. This was because the Age of Aquarius, despite the 1967 song from the musical Hair, actually started in 1982, and so Bluebeam started the year after. So if Bluebeam started in 1983, how can movies from the 60s and 70s be part of it? But anyway, he certainly may have taken some of his ideas from popular entertainment. Some folks noticed that a lot of his Bluebeam narrative is very similar to an unproduced Star Trek movie script from 1975 called The God Thing which was used as the basis for an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation called Devil's Do. That's season four, episode 13 for any of you Trekkies and Trekkers out there. And yes, there is a difference between the two. And no, I'm not going to tell you. Look it up. In fact, a book about the life of Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry was published just a little bit before Serge's Bluebeam book was published. Maybe he thought Roddenberry knew the truth and encoded that into his film script and then the film was never produced because the powers that be didn't want that out there. Who knows? You may have noticed I keep referring to Serge in the past tense. And therein lies a tale. After publishing Project Bluebeam, he wrote a few more things, including a work about a group of Jewish Masons he calls Group 6.6.6. who were trying to bring the New World Order into being and practice mind control. He then started getting really paranoid, telling people he was being pursued by people in power. He and his wife took their children out of public school and started educating them at home until the state came in and took the kids away in September 1996, placing them in foster care. 
In December 96, he was arrested for causing a disturbance while trying to get them back and spent the night in jail. The following day, he was released, went home, and suddenly died of a heart attack at the age of 51. Fans and followers thought he had been killed using, quote, psychotronic weapons, whatever those are, to silence him and stop him revealing the truth. Anyway, that's what you have to look forward to, a future of permanent satanic enslavement after a series of manufactured mishaps and miracles. Now, while most of us today are sort of saying, oh my God, come on 2020, what gives? Apparently this year is just an amuse-bouche for the multiple course feast of horror that awaits all mankind. It's a far-reaching, all-encompassing mega conspiracy where all ideas are welcome because they can be easily slotted in. There's a lot of detail and exactly zero hope, which is kind of a bummer, really. Still, according to Serge's outline, the signs are pretty clear. When those earthquakes from phase one start, you won't have to wonder what's going on, you'll know. The Project Blue Beam Theory is an almost comprehensive roadmap to a destination that you really don't want to get to. Thank you for visiting The Conspiracy Clearinghouse. We're closing now, but we'll open another crate in the next episode. Until then, thank you for listening.